When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, happy to have you with us here as we roll into the 5 o'clock hour on WGR. Mike Shope is on vacation for the rest of the week. I am the Bulldog and very happy to welcome in on the West Her Hotline the general manager of the Buffalo Sabres, Kevin Adams. Kevin, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays to you. How you doing, Bulldog? I'm doing Okay. Um, I know, like very, uh, very tough night on Tuesday. I, let's start here. Um, how would you describe conversations you're having with your head coach right now? Are they uncomfortable? Are they challenging? Like, give me a give me a synopsis. You know, as much as you can divulge. Like, what are those conversations like right now? Well, I'd say honest. You know, that's the first word that pops pops in my head. I, I think Donnie and I uh, have a very strong relationship you know, dating now back to a few years. And the reason when I say strong, that means because we're able to be honest and talk about um, what's going on in both ways, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, challenge each other and um, hold each other accountable and look for solutions. Um, so the, the one thing, you know, that's really critical is, is communicating regardless of, of wins and losses. Uh, making sure there's open communication between myself and Donnie and the coaches and players and ownership, all of that. Um, and, you know, you, when you're facing adversity and challenges, you have one of two ways you can, you can go at each other and, um, or you can stick together and, and make sure you're talking about um, things in, in an honest way. And that's, that's what we're doing. Four underperforming teams have already fired coaches in the NHL. This is the, the way it works in the NHL. It's, it's why we, we get to this so early in seasons and we're not even to Christmas yet. Um, as you're watching a game like Tuesday, like do thoughts like that go through your mind at all? Well, I mean, I, I can't speak to what other teams do. Certainly, I mean, obviously, everybody knows this is the there's a lot of pressure in this league and um, expectations, and that's the way things the way things work. But what I can tell you is that's that's not what I'm thinking. Um, I believe we're in a very challenging time right now, and we're facing adversity. And I do believe we have to stick together. We have to find solutions and continue to work and then come out the other side. And, you know, I do believe when we come out the other side, we're going to be stronger for this. You know, our relationships will be stronger, but our team will be stronger. And that's critical for me right now. And, um, you know, I, I, I understand the question. I do. I think, um, you know, this is, this is hard and we're not, we're not 
um, playing up to our expectations. Nobody has higher standards and expectations than we do inside these walls, and we're not there. So I understand the question. So what, what as you see it, and when you talk with, with, with Don Granado about it, like what there, there feels to me, I, I've said a few times here, and I don't know, you can, you can pick at this if you want. I, I feel like, like the most consistent thing I feel like I see, and I think a lot of fans see from the Sabres, are these tough starts to games, especially at home. Um, I don't know. What, what, you, you, I'm sure you guys have talked about that um, specifically. Like, what? Where, where's the solution for that? It's a, it's a very fair point. And it's a great question, and I don't know if there's a perfect answer um, to that. You know, it's something I've addressed personally with the team. Uh, just so, just so you know, and the fans know, it's not something I'm ignoring. Um, I've talked to the coaches, but it's um, it's tough to chase games. You know, and we do need to get off to better starts and um, really come out. You know, what I've talked to the players about in particular is, you know, the feeling when you're on the road and a team just comes at you and just tries to run you right out of the building. You know, it just and the momentum picks up and the fans are going crazy and it's just an excitement in the air. I mean, we all know that feeling when it happens to you on the road. We need to have that feeling at home. We need to drive energy and to compete and um, get our fans excited and into the game. And that's been lacking. And we need to fix it, period. While we're on this subject, communication between you and your coach, how engaged in all of this is Terry Pagula at this point? As engaged as he's ever been. I mean, I talk to him every day. Uh, He watches every game. You know, with his travel schedule and everything going on, um, he's not necessarily at every game and, you know, sitting next to me, but he does watch every game. Uh, We talk after the game or the next morning about um, the team, what he saw, what I saw, uh, questions he has. So, um, and I love that. He challenges me. Um, He asks a lot of questions, maybe from an individual level or systematically things he sees. So, it, it, it pushes me and challenges me. And um, I love that about Terry, but he's as engaged and hands-on as um, he's ever been. Would you describe him as frustrated by the way the season has gone so far? Um, we all are, honestly, Bulba. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a fair it's a fair comment. You know, when I, when I talk about our team, you know, the start of training camp or whatever, I, I do believe in this group, and I believe we, have, we are a talented enough group, um, and we're underachieving. We are. And so let's, let's own it. There's a lot of hockey left. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for us to, to make a move, but it's not going to just happen. You're not just going to roll out of, out of bed or come out of your home ice and teams are going to hand you two points. We have to earn it. And I think that's, that for me is an exciting opportunity because there's, you know, like you said, we're not even quite to Christmas yet, um, but it needs to happen. So yeah, I think Terry's frustrated um, with where we are in the standings as we all are. And certainly we've 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 seen and heard players express their frustration pretty recently. I don't know, it was maybe after a Carolina game a couple of weeks ago, Dylan Cousins spoke in the locker room rather passionately about the team. And I, I read yesterday that you were displeased with something he said. Uh, I, 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 would you care to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what was written or not written um, about, you know, my comments in particular, but. No, I mean, I think the word that Dylan used was, was soft right. um, and playing soft. And, and I don't like the word uh, because I don't believe that we have – I know the makeup of our of our people in that locker, and they are competitive. Um, that is not a soft 
a group of guys. They care. They want to do this. They they care about um, this fan base. They care about this organization. So that's why it bothered me. But you know, ultimately, words are words. You got to go. You got to go compete, and you got to you got to back it up. You know, you have to. You have to. It doesn't matter what you say um, inside the locker room to each other. It doesn't matter what you say to the media. It matters what you do on the ice. And so, if players are going to vent or talk about things publicly, um, that's that's fine. Um, we'll address it internally, um, and then you know, ultimately it needs to be handled on the ice. Would you go so far as to say that maybe the problem with him airing that was that it, that, that, that I found out about it, that we found out about it. What, Cause like to me, I'm looking at, at a young player who, you know, is, is frustrated. Like any, anyone involved is, is frustrated and maybe, you know, appearing as though he's trying to kick his team in the ass. And that from my view is not a bad thing, but is it maybe because he didn't just do it, privately yeah i mean like i said i'm not i have no issue dylan or any of our players um talking you know and speaking their mind or talking to the media um and and let me also just mention one thing because i was a former player it's a very short time from when time a game ends until media are in there and you're emotional at times mm-hmm. you know and, and so sometimes as a player, maybe the emotions get the best of you. And I'm not even saying what he said is, is necessarily wrong. The, the, the problem is you have to, as a group, realize that we're in this fight together. And if, and if you talk um, and you're making you know, statements about our team, um, then you just, have to be, you just have to be able to handle that internally as well to say, well, this is, this is how we're going to fix it. You know, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Sabres general manager Kevin Adams on the Wester Hotline here with me on WGR Sabres and Leafs a little after 7 downtown tonight pregame with Paul Hamilton will roll at 6. While we're on Cousins, um, what are you seeing in his game? Production and pace from last year to this year way down. Maybe you could have expected some regression. Um, what are you seeing in his game on the ice that maybe, I don't know, some things he's not doing this year that he was doing last year. I, I just curious to yeah. pick your brain on him. Yeah. On the positive side, I'm seeing over the last few games, him looking more and more like the Dylan cousins that we know and expect to see on the ice, which is fast, straight line pace, pucks to the net, competitive, physical. I mean, the goalie scored in Vegas is about like thumbs up Dylan cousins, <laughs> You know, runs over a big guy, gets the steals the puck, kicks it out, sprints through the middle, great shot through defenseman's legs in the back of the net, right? Like that's mm-hmm. who we all know Dylan Cousins is and can be every night. I think, um, you know, where maybe it's been lacking of a consistency from him is just, you know, maybe sometimes getting away from his identity. Maybe at times getting a little bit too, um, you know, cute with the puck or I'm going to stick handle through guys, expose pucks rather than use that speed, pace, power that I talked about. And everybody brings different, you know, elements to our to our team. And that's part of building a roster when you're looking at this for the long term. Um, and, and the things like the attributes I just mentioned is is what he does. And I just think maybe at times this year there's been some inconsistency or he's gotten away from that. But like I said, I'll go back to I have seen much 
better signs over the last handful of games that he's looking more and more, you know, playing that way that we need him to play. One observation I, I would make for whatever it's worth, not that you're asking me for my opinion, but the, the Quinn injury was maybe was a tough one. It, it, it sort of feels like Cousins was a bit of a vagabond here to start the season. Um, you know, just didn't quite have a home. He was on playing some wing with, with Thompson and just sort of all around and kind of a too bad because Paterka has been, you know, one of the most positive stories on the roster uh, so far this year as he's just sort of continued the progress that he was showing last year. But no Quinn to start the year sort of left you, you know, roster-wise in a, in a bit of a weird spot, I guess. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's an impactful, you know, player, top six type of player. Um, you know, you have penciled into your lineup that, that you lose. I mean, I'm you're never going to hear me um, talk about, you know, make an excuse or talk about guys, um, you know, injuries are out of the lineup. It's it's the reality of what you have to deal with and you got to find a way. But, you know, I do also, you know, when you're, when you're evaluating our team and you're evaluating situations, you have to, for me personally, I like to deal in facts, you know, facts are that a player like um, Jack was out of, has been out of the lineup and, and you miss that. So we're excited to get him back. Um, excited to get, you know, him in a line today that, you know, we've seen last year be successful. And, you know, we hope we know, we also understand it's not easy to jump back in December and then hit the ground running, you know, to some extent. So hopefully sooner rather than later, he can kind of find his game and be that impactful player that we know he can be. I feel like if I remember correctly, a month ago when you were with us, we talked some about Casey Middlestat um, and just the progress he had made. I feel like that there's been a dip here maybe since then. I mean, not tracing all the way back to a month ago, but you know, for a little bit here, the production is dipped. And uh, I, I just wonder, like, what, what's happening within his game? Yeah, I think Casey overall this year has been um, pretty consistent and and solid. Um, you know, he's a competitive guy. He can do certain, like I said about Dylan, you know, Dylan brings certain characteristics that are different than Tage and different than Tuck. Well, Casey has a little bit of a different element to his game. Really good on the wall. He's really good at playing with guys on his back. He's really good in small areas. Um, he's, he's He's got good vision. Um but, you know, at times maybe uh, just is, is maybe a little bit him, but as our team has just been a little bit perimeter where you're getting caught on the outside um, and not able to get to the inside where, you, you know, you're going to be impactful on the score sheet. So, um, but I wouldn't single him out in that. Just maybe overall our team's been like that at times, um, which has been probably, in my opinion, a little bit of why you know our offensive production is is down a bit compared to where we were last year. This might be an odd time to ask this, considering I just made the point that he's he's dipped a little, and um, you know where, where you're at coming off a of Tuesday's game. I'm curious about him. Like when we when we brought him up last month, I think like we were starting to think about like is this the next is this the next big contract guy? Uh, is he a part of the core? Is there room for that? Uh, just in general, I'm wondering, has there been any talk like has his side or have you guys initiated any contract extension talks with Casey? No, we haven't done any, uh, you know, contract extension. Obviously we know where he's at in his, you know, his current contract and then being an RFA and obviously he's an important player for us and we'll have those conversations um, in the off season. But, you know, some of it is, evaluating you know he and his game and where his his game is at moving forward and also just our overall roster you know where where we feel that the fit is or where do you have guys in the system coming you know all those things are, are talked about but 
overall, um, I think, you know, he's taken some big steps over the last couple of years in terms of his um, ability to produce consistently. And, you know, he's a top six, um, nine player in this league now, um, which, which whatever, three years ago or whatever, we go back to that first year that I was general manager, he was a healthy scratcher. He was, you know, on the taxi squad. Um, and it's been great to see him kind of elevate and, I give Donnie Granato a lot of credit for that as well. Um, he's, he's helped him in his game as he has a number of guys on our roster. Yeah, and physically, right? I th- we probably talked about this last month. Like him protecting pucks on the walls and just being, you know, I, I watch him. There are shifts in, in games. Again, it, it feels like maybe it's been a little bit here, but generally when he's going, um, I did not have Casey Middlestead as a horse on my bingo card, but like that's kind of what he's become, like just holding on to the puck around the zone. Really strong, and I think some of that is just you know he definitely has what I you know I call it hockey strong. There's a certain time, certain guys that are they're strong, but then they're hockey strong. Like he's very hockey strong in the puck, and just has a hard guys have a hard time knocking the puck off him. I think some of it too, though, Bulldog is where you are in your your just maturity of your age. You know, he's he's at a prime age now. He's got experience. He's been in the league, but he's also at that age, you know, mid twenties, where you're really your your body's physically mature, you're ready to to, to handle the physicality, and um, that's something you can't rush. I mean, that's you know, when you talk about youth, you know, Jack Quinn's of the world, um, you know, where they are at his his age, where he will be three years from now physically, is a big difference, and that's a little bit what we were talking about with Casey few years ago versus where he is now. Sabre General Manager Kevin Adams on the Western Hotline with me here on WGR for a couple of more minutes, uh, recognizing that two of your goalies had a, a, you know, a pretty rocky night a couple nights ago. How, how are you feeling overall uh, with the goaltending? You're, I mean, you're still carrying three now. There's been some injury uncertainty. Um, I don't know. Is, is that winding down the carrying three at some point here? Because like you're getting healthier and the roster spots are going to start to be at a premium, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I think I've said this publicly a few times. It's not ideal carrying three goalies. It's, it's, you know, it's not. And but we have to be open to doing what we believe is the absolute best thing um, for our roster. And we broke camp, and that's the way we went. And then we had some injuries in terms of, you know, Devin was out, then Comrie was out, and then back, and then we did make a decision where we thought we just kind of looked at our schedule. And we thought it would be a good time to get Devin down to play in Rochester. Um, and then, you know, UPL got sick and Devin's back. And then Devin, I think, in his first four starts after coming back, right. was 3-0 and played tremendous. And, you know, if our fans were awake and stayed up for the Vegas game, um, <laughs> we played very well that night. But we don't win that game if Devin Levi doesn't play the way he did. You know, so um, – and then, obviously, last game was a tough game. It was a tough game for everybody. But, you know, so that's, that's the situation we're in. Will we – we've always also realized that if we're in a spot where we got to full health and we are in a roster situation, that that may be an area that we have to address. But I haven't wanted to – with the uncertainty around the league and the different, um, you know, goaltending situation different teams are in, I wanted to make sure that we protect ourselves, um, you know, in terms of assets. But we'll see where we're at after the holiday freeze. And, you know, I've had conversations over the last couple of weeks with multiple teams, and um, I'm always going to continue to do that. World Juniors, of course, coming up at holiday time here. Was there was there really much debate at all internally about sending Zach Benson to World Juniors, Kevin? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
Scott Salmon from Hockey Canada was certainly uh, <laughs> reaching out to me yeah. very often. Um, honestly, Bulldog, like, I, I will say this. I love the World Junior Tournament. It's an amazing opportunity for players at a young age to be put in pressure-packed situation, represent your country. It feels like anybody who's a hockey fan is watching the World Juniors because it's kind of tradition of around Christmas. So all that, to me, is, is good stuff. And we have seven uh, prospects that are going to play, which is a great number for us, all in different countries. When it comes to Zach in particular, you know, I certainly had conversations with Zach and talked to him about, you know, World Juniors and the opportunity experience. But, you know, where I was evaluating this was where is his game currently with us and the role he's playing and what is it, what is best for the Buffalo Savers and Zach Benson? And that's kind of, for me, it wasn't even a hard decision again. Um, the role he's playing, the how well he's played, the, the minutes he's playing, um, you know, he's been, he's been at 18-plus minutes for some of these games and playing power play and penalty kill and top six role. I mean, that's um, – you know, that's pretty – it's tough to take a guy like that out of your line. Yeah, no no doubt, yeah. That's why I phrased it the way I did. I mean, I'm, I know Canada – even maybe last week I saw, um, you know, one, one of the big guys, um, Drager or somebody, reporting like, oh, well, the, Team Canada is leaving space for uh, – there was a guy on the Bruins, I forget his name now, or Zach Benson. And I'm like, I don't think there's any way Zach Benson's going anywhere. And the Bruins guy ended up going. I, you, maybe you know his name, but I, I can't yeah, think of it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I get it, and I, that's why I say you. everybody's in a different situation. I just feel he's been a positive impact on our roster in majority of nights, and I just didn't right. feel that we're in a position where you know we want to take that out of our lineup. We're just about out of time, but real quick, we got a, we got a little peek at, at Kulik and then a little more of a peek at Roseanne um, within the last few weeks, certainly since we last spoke, uh, and now they're back. What, what, what did you think they, they got out of their brief appearances in the NHL? Yeah, I mean, in terms of Kulik, you know, he played just the one game, and, and we had an opportunity to, to bring him up and just give him a little taste. You know, he is – I think he's currently leading the American League in goals. Um, you know, he's he's producing. He kid is uh, he's a talented hockey player who's getting better overall in the 200 feet part of his game. You know, defensively details, um, and Seth Appert continues to do a great job with those guys down there. So we're excited about him. We just want to make sure we let him continue to grow, develop. Um, he's going to go to World Juniors, which was his choice. We were supportive, but, you know, it's a, it's another great opportunity for him to be a leader. And um, and in terms of Rosine, he got a little bit more of an opportunity um, to be with us just for a, or a little while. And, again, for me, it was part of his learning curve um, to understand the pace and the, the physicality and the puck battles that, you know, happen on a daily basis in the NHL. He's growing. He's getting better and better and better in the American League. But there is no – there's no substitute for that experience and, and feeling you get by actually being in it. You, you know, you can talk about it, you can watch video, but in a handful of games, um, you know, I think he, he's, he goes back down now to the American Hockey League with an understanding of what it takes at this level. And that was the challenge that I, I gave to him as we sent him back down. Take this, learn from it, um, and now let's, let's make sure you elevate your game even to the next level so when, when it's time to be here, you're ready even that much more. All right, Kevin, thanks a lot for the time. We always appreciate it. All the best to you and the family at holiday time here, and we'll catch up again soon, I hope. Yeah, happy holidays to you. Thanks for having me. Take there care. You go. That is Sabre GM Kevin Adams. His monthly appearances here on WGR brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. 
and by Losi and Ganji workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. All right, we'll take a time out here. Uh, phone lines are back open for the next half hour. 803-0550 is the number if you'd like to join me. Any reaction to the conversation you just heard between myself and Kevin, uh, Kevin Adams, the, that's cool. We want to get back to football. That's fine, too. Sabres pregame is coming up at the top of the hour. We'll have Paul Hamilton and hear from a couple of players and head coach Don Granado. I think it's Darlene and Skinner are our player interviews along with the coach. Uh, that's all coming your way. Before we get to puck drop between the Sabres and Leafs tonight, KeyBank Center, downtown Buffalo, right here on WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.